like to welcome everyone to this brand new episode of Working Digital, a highly informative podcast series that dives into how business professionals are adjusting to the new digitalized workplace we live in today. As always, I'm joined along with Ted Pryor, Managing Director of Grand Charbert Partners, a firm that has started to delve into the technological world we live in and has done so by recruiting senior level executives for sales, marketing, general management, and the digital transformation. Ted, welcome to the show today. Great to have you back. Okay, great to be here. Thanks very much. Yes, definitely. And, uh, you know, I know we uh, always enjoy uh, having you on and very informative. So let's get right into this new episode. Appreciate it. Yes. It's a new year in a time when many executives are thinking about their next career move. Frequently, executives come to search firms looking for guidance, and many are seeking to make a pivot. In some cases, executives will say they are open to anything that suits their skills. But in 2018, it is important to be more strategic than that. It is important to have a point of view. So, Ted, today we're seeing companies begin to add more technology-based roles, such as you know, a chief technology officer or even a chief artificial intelligence officer, which you know I just saw, just learned about earlier. What are some ways that current business professionals can best transition into some of these hidden gem roles? And what are these roles that they should be looking for? Uh, it's a great question, and and you know I think that the 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 answer is um, you know the, there's a lot of roles out there for which nobody exists who's an expert, and if you're looking to make a pivot. If you can bring 70% of your skills to bear on a new challenge at a new company where they're looking to deploy technology, a lot of it is around project management, strategy, building a roadmap, and taking advantage of uh, specific experts, for example, in artificial intelligence, um, that uh, might be able to help uh, grow the company. Um, So, um, you know, I think that's you know, the big message in doing a career pivot, where can you go where your skills are going to be relevant, where the company is uh, successfully and, and taking advantage or wanting to take advantage of new technologies that are, that are out there and for, for which there's no clear experts. Yeah, you know, that's a good point because, um, you know, it's very unseen except for, you know, a select few people that are really going from the get-go in these certain roles. So trying to get someone who's developed their own role already and trying to transition them into a new role is definitely key for uh, how some businesses are going to excel over some others. Right. Um, And, you know, um, the technology is changing so rapidly. Opportunities for companies to take advantage of software are changing so rapidly that uh, and and the good companies that are growing have so many opportunities that, um, uh, you know, good project management skills uh, may be uh, the top level, um, um, the top level skill that's required as opposed to detailed understanding of um, artificial intelligence and where it stands. Yes, definitely. That's a good point. And then kind of transitioning from that into this next question, like, will the, the next career move for professionals be based off a salary, a title, or potential and growth within the company? And what is left for some of these professionals who are getting closer to the finish line of their careers? Is it really worth it to try to shift into a new role? 
Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I always recommend to people that they focus on where they can make a contribution, where they will learn and where they will grow. A friend of mine called me about a position where he was going from the largest company in the industry to the same position at uh, the second largest company in the industry. And I suggested that, that, that he look uh, for something that's more creative. And, and he ended up going to an early stage company that has an interesting technology that hopes to disrupt the industry. And I think that's a much more interesting move. So um, whether you're um, in your in your late late 20s or, or early 50s, um, I, I think the question should always be, what will you learn at the new position? What kind of a contribution can you make? Uh, what's the team going to be like uh, when you get there, as opposed to uh, t- title and salary, you know? Yes, definitely. That's a, a really good point. And you really want to make sure that once you leave your current role, you'll have a solid foundation of in in the new position, you don't want to go into something that you have no idea what to expect or no idea what's to come in the next coming years for you. So that's definitely a very important factor. Yeah, sometimes people will say I'm open to anything, and and um, um, you know I advise against uh, pivots that are you know too radical. Um, uh, you you, you want to be able to bring a bunch of your skills. Um, so 180 degree pivots where everything is new, you're you're, you're going to be uh, in deep water over your head fairly quickly. But mm-hmm. you know if you're if you're going into an industry where you understand the industry, but it's a new function. We're going into a function uh, that where you really understand the function, but it, the industry is new, um, uh, where you know a lot of the players, you know the trends, you know what's going on. Uh, that that that, uh, but it's a company that is more dynamic than where you're coming from. That that makes a lot of sense. Yes. Going into the last question here, Ted, with millennials projected to make up a majority of the global workforce by 2020, does it make it more of a challenge for these experienced professionals to pivot into those new roles, knowing? the amount of talent that lies behind them and knowing that they've grown up using these new technologies more often than the experienced professionals? Does it really kind of give them a a scare factor that they don't want to leave or they don't want to learn because they're not really going to be needed in the long run? Uh, yeah, I think perhaps for some people, there's some, uh, let's call it uh, technology anxiety. Um, and uh, I always uh, recommend to any professional that you your skills be up to date on technology, uh, that you not be uh, uh, re- reluctant to, to, to learn new uh, software, to learn new skills, to learn new processes for um, growing businesses, for saving money, et cetera. So, you know, I think any professional, regardless of which generation they're coming from needs to be aggressive about learning the new technologies, learning how it works. Maybe you're not a programmer, uh, but you ought to understand um, what what the programmers are up against. Uh, Obviously, there's a generation of millennials coming up that grew up with uh, computers, grew up with uh, software, and, and, and are more comfortable with it. And I, I think that's a good thing, and, and that's, that's, that's exciting. Uh, but uh, they still need to be managed. Uh, they still need to be directed. And so if you're a senior professional, you know, that's really the goal. How can you interface with either the younger people that are coming up or the engineers where you can help them set strategy and, gu- and guide the business uh, properly? I think that interface between the business people and the technology people, the business people, and the engineers—that uh, that I think that that interface um, is going to be incredibly important going forward. And, and um, obviously, just knowing a lot about programming or knowing a lot about um, using technology isn't enough uh, to drive uh, business revenues. You know, so you have to have a business roadmap as well as a technology roadmap. 
Yeah, that's definitely a good point. And you need kind of the two to coexist, like you said, because without one, the other isn't going to be able to achieve much of anything, especially with the road that we're we're heading down right now with everything having to be relied on technology. You kind of need the managerial side to really carry that new group that's coming in. So it's it's really interesting to see how a lot of companies are adapting that way. Correct. And, and uh, look, uh, there's always the uh, issue of uh, or the pitfall of um, believing that technology will solve all your problems. If a company has uh, difficult business issues at the top line, strategic issues as to how it can grow and where it can grow, technology is probably not going to help. If the company has a good brand and a good strategy and has the team in place to drive that growth, then technology could be very helpful. Yes, definitely. And that's a good point and you know it's going to be interesting to see how things uh work out in the you know in the next not just coming years but you know every day something new comes out so it's interesting to see how we're all adapting to these rapid changes well as always ted it's it was a pleasure having you on uh everything you know is so insightful and we really appreciate getting your expertise on this very important topic Thanks for having me, Andrew. All the best. Yes, and uh, we'll definitely look forward to the next show together. But uh, that's all we have for you today. So with Hunt Scanlon Media, I'm Andrew Mitchell, and this is Town Talks.